Welcome to the Business of You podcast. I'm your host, Rachel Gogos. This podcast is dedicated to helping you uncover how to turn your big idea into big business and grow your personal brand into the business of your dreams. Each week, I'll talk to founders of all kinds of businesses, exploring how they launched and grew their companies. Behind every successful business is an epic journey, one that can serve as a roadmap to help you grow yours. The Business of You is all about frank conversations and unique business wisdom for the entrepreneur. It's a chance to tune into the story behind the brand and retrace the path of those who walked this road before you so you can pave your own road to success. Welcome to The Business of You. Welcome, friends. Today on The Business of You, I have Patricia Lohan. Patricia is the founder and CEO of Powerhouse Feng Shui. She's also the author of The Happy Home, a guide to creating a happy, healthy, wealthy life. Patricia helps entrepreneurs make their homes and businesses magnetic to money, luck, and blessings. Who doesn't need or want more of those things, right? She shows you what they don't teach in business school, what lies between the lines, your top secret tool for success. And for Patricia, that leads back to Feng Shui. She's helped thousands of people across the globe embrace Feng Shui and create lasting change in their businesses, homes, and lives. Patricia is not only known as a Feng Shui expert, she's a manifesting magnet, alchemist, healer, and she's a real-life Irish Celtic shaman. Enjoy today's interview with Patricia Lohan. Today I have with me Patricia Lohan. Patricia, how are you today? I'm fantastic. Thank you so much. Coming to us live from Cannes, France, right? I am in Cannes right now. We just missed the um, festival by a few days, so it's all been dismantled. So I did stand on the red carpet, but I wasn't there for it. It's okay. It's all right. Probably a lot more peaceful without all the hoopla. So it's definitely more. It feels like it's more peaceful. Um, it's a really, really beautiful place. I've never been here before. So we're really getting to enjoy um, just the nice vibes here. And we're also going to tennis camp every morning. So that's also um, been super fun. Oh, that's awesome. Sounds like a great mix. Patricia, would love to hear your story, your backstory of how you um, got to getting into Feng Shui, becoming an expert in it, and then, you know, launching your own amazing brand, consulting with folks around the world in it, too. (laughs) It definitely found me. Um, So I got my first books about Feng Shui when I was about 15, and my parents had their own business, and I wanted them to hire someone to feng shui their place. So I got the books on it and I tried to feng shui on my own bedroom. Obviously I didn't have control of the whole house. So I was always kind of doing things around the house from the books. <laughs> and my parents are like, what is she at? And um, they just kind of rolled their eyes to heaven, which they did for many years when I was as I've been on this feng shui journey. Um, but now they're definitely more converted <laughs> into it. Um, so I was really into it as a teenager. I did make them hire someone to come and consult on their business and help them. And there was just something in it that struck me of like, you know, there's something to this. Um, and I followed a very practical, um, you know, uh, path. I went to university. I studied business studies and marketing. I wanted a normal job. I didn't want to be an entrepreneur. I wanted to work nine to five and work in an office because 
because that just seemed like a dream compared to being a full-time entrepreneur. <laughs> um, how wrong was I? <laughs> so in terms of um, then um, getting into feng shui, I actually ran my parents' business um, for seven years. They, um, my dad retired and then he decided to get unretired and start a new business. So I started that with him and ran it for um, eight years. It was a bar, a restaurant, an off-license. Basically the furthest thing you could ever imagine from feng shui. Um, and I ended up quitting everything after kind of realizing, hey, I'm actually fulfilling his dream and not mine. And I headed, I just got decided to like, actually, my mom was like, I think you need to leave um, because she was seeing me really miserable and unhappy and just like, this isn't, she's not meant to be here. Um, so pretty much unemployable. I, uh, <laughs> I quit it. I moved to India and I trained to be a yoga teacher and I ended up in, in India for over, well, around a, a year or so. And when I came back, I had lots of new skills and modalities that I trained in. So like um, they included Reiki, energy healing, holistic therapies, like loads and loads of things, also yoga and sound healing. So I came back to Ireland, decided to move to a new city. So I moved to Dublin and I'd never really lived there before. So I was starting a new life and a new business and I really didn't have any money either. So it was all pretty new and the unknown was kind of my journey. Everything was like these big jumps into the unknown for me. And then, um, you know, I started doing teaching some yoga classes. I was doing sound healing and it was all going great. I actually built a brand as becoming the sound healing girl, like the singing bowl girl in Ireland. People knew me. I started training people in it. I was importing bowls from Nepal, kind of like I had like a whole business. I was very happy um, and like not looking for some new career, to be honest. Um, and then I moved in with my husband. So on my journey to, you know, finding an apartment, I decided to feng shui it and jokingly and kind of seriously, but jokingly said to my new flatmate, I was like, I'm not leaving here until I'm moving in with my new husband. And she just was like, yeah, 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 whatever. And it was actually exactly the truth. I didn't leave there until I moved in with my new husband and uh, we, I feng shui my apartment for love. So I did all the feng shui for calling in love. And that's where people started asking me, how did you meet Ken? You know, especially in the kind of spiritual circles, they're like, there is no spiritual men out there. They have all of these things going on. And I was like, no, no, no. I did this thing with my bedroom. I did this. I did these two lockers. I had all this set up. And they were like, okay, hmm. Didn't quite believe me, but I was still getting questions from them. And that then led me to moving in with Ken and he had done feng shui in his house. So he'd been into it since his 20s. So we were both very much into this practice and had done little bits ourselves um, in our homes to kind of call each other in. So there's definitely kind of like a little kismet part there. And then once we were in the house for a little while, I was like, I really want to do like more into this feng shui. And, you know, that line, when the student's ready, the teacher appears, literally weeks later, two feng shui masters came to Ireland of all places. And I was just totally hooked. I'm like, this is it. I'm going to do it. And Ken said, I want to do it too. So I wasn't doing it for business or for work. I really just had a deep desire and, and um, fascination with the practice, obviously, since I was a teenager. And I wanted to make sure that we did our own house as, you know, accurately and as positively as we possibly could, just starting our new life together. 
Um, so we did the train, we did the training, we trained more. I've just gone on and subsequently trained a lot more in the journey. But once we finished doing the um, feng shui, we came home, readjusted and did exactly what I do with my clients now um, in our program. Um, and within like weeks, like crazy, amazing, actually not even crazy, crazy, amazing things started to happen. Like we had a six figure windfall. Now, just putting this into perspective, like I was doing like yoga classes for five euros. I was te- doing sound healing sessions for 50 euros. So like a six finger windfall was like the lottery. It was like, oh my God, like what? And um, so all of a sudden from just not being able to like afford a car, I was like, I was in a really nice car. We were able to finish off our house because the house was, um, Ken had built it, but was never able to kind of finish it. And um, I started getting a lot more traction in my business. Like my business started to grow. I started getting more clients and um, Ken got a great job. And all of these things, just things just start, it does like unlock this complete abundance flow. Um, And people around me saw it. They were like, what have you done? Like, What's gone on? You're like, you're in, you're on the front pages of newspapers. (laughs) Like what? You're getting all this exposure and your media and your business. And I was like, well, just changed our house like and we didn't change the house we just balanced it with the feng shui um and then you know I was running a practice working with people one-to-one um helping them just um just become happier more joyful letting go of the past doing sound healing and kinesiology and all my different modalities and I, all of a sudden I was kind of asking them what's going on with your bedroom have you ever looked at your house like what are we um and they started then saying to me hey come do my house so I would end up going and feng shui my client's house. And then I was like, oh, this is why they're not like progressing because they're doing all the good things. You know, they were doing the, like I had just one amazing client who used to come. She was like doing Qigong every morning, eating all this special vegetarian food. She was reading all the books, doing all the meditation practices. Um, and it still wasn't quite in the flow that she wanted yet doing everything prescribed, you know? Um, and then I got to her house and I was like, oh, this is it. Like her house wasn't good for people. It was full of all stuff. There was just so much stuff. The energy, it was like, I was like, this is it. It's like, all you do is change this and everything you're already doing is just going to be amplified. So it's just started to make sense to me that, you know, having your house foundationally supporting you is really important. So it kind of took a reverse role. You know, I started working with people feng shuiing their houses and then um, working with them on the other work as well. So um, then we decided that we wanted to go, um, we were getting married, I wanted to go on honeymoon and we both have a huge passion for travel and, you know, freedom is one of my core values. Now, ironically, when I was running the business in Galway, my parents' place, um, my cousin's boyfriend at the time recommended the four hour work week to me and I read it and I was like oh my god that's amazing like incredible and I really had that seeding of like a life that I could have loads of freedom from except when I set up my new business I didn't have that freedom like it was people came to see me in person I singing bowls were like tangible things in person like everything was in person I was like oh I've just done it again like I'm like I do have more freedom because obviously it's my business and I don't have, I didn't, I didn't have any team. I was just me. Um, but at the same time I was like, I, I can't actually go anywhere. We can go, I can go on a holiday, but not have this freedom of travel. And um, so we decided to go on honeymoon, which we kind of haven't ever really stopped because we've just been traveling now since. Um, but we went to Bali and um, Ken 
was meant to be getting work from another place, but he didn't end, didn't end up kind of working out with the online world. It totally would have now because everybody does the same it. But the company was like, no, 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 we can't do it. You have to do it. So we're like, oh. now they have all their teams all outsourced. It's so funny. But they just weren't with us on that online journey. So we decided then, I, Ken was like, well, you're doing this online thing. And I had some friends who had online businesses um, and he's like, you, you've been talking about this online thing. Why don't you give it a go? What, like, are you going to do it? Like, actually you have to start doing it now because something needs to happen or we have to go back to Ireland. <laughs> so um, we started, you know, I started a Facebook group. People started asking me about feng shui. And then um, I started doing a program, feng shui people's houses. Uh, and from there, it's online, just, right? Then online, it was an on- everything it- online. Yeah. yeah. And what year was that, Patricia? Just to give some context. That was in 2015, like 2016. Okay. okay. So early, early 2016, um, I started doing um a very, very basic um online course. And what unfolded from that for me was that I was doing a very beginners, like these little things around your house that you can do. Um, but the clients that were coming to me had much more significant troubles in their lives, like relationship issues, financial issues, business things not going well. Um, and I was like, actually, I need more information from them. So we built um, software and a program and we can now do personalized um, consultations for our clients online, virtually. Um, so we're kind of like the first people doing this and um, and have kind of transformed the way that feng shui is done. And and I, I feel like, it, and also improved it because um, typically you would have a client, a consult would have like come to your house, told you what to do and then give your report and then left. And now we have like weekly support. We have lots and lots of encouragement, a community. That's what blew me away in the whole journey has been building this community of like-minded people who are supporting it and celebrating their wins and and moving forward. So it's been just an amazing journey. Um, and now we've helped thousands of women around the world. Um, we have a beautiful, flourishing community. Um, yeah, and I can't really, I love it. And it gives us the freedom because here I am in Cannes and I go to tennis camp. <laughs> We're doing tennis camp right this week and doing some hours of work every day, but still being able to um, kind of just um, support our own values, um, but also support our community. Mm-hmm. When did you start to expand your team? So we've had many different team iterations and ups and downs with teams. Um, And we started to expand our team. And actually, I had a a VA from the very get-go. So I had one person with me from the very get-go. And then the business started to grow. And Ken wasn't involved in it really at all. Uh, And I was like, actually, this is quite big. I need your help. Like, I can't do this on my own. So he started to help me. Um, So then there was the three of us. And then we actually took on an agency who helped us, who did a lot. And they kind of did a lot of marketing and Facebook ads and a lot of that. Um, And they were great for kind of to get us kind of started. But I didn't really have a full grip on understanding what was being done. So when we finished up with them, we had another team come on board to kind of replace them. And it didn't work out at all. Um, And we ended up like shrinking back and actually coming back to Zilch, like it was back to me and Ken. And we let go of everybody. We were just like, okay, there's this, there's something off. And, you know, we've got to let go of everything. Rebuild. Um, So that was 
obviously a very difficult time um, because we had spent six months with this new team and working with them and had not seen any results and haven't made any sales. So we know cash flow (laughs) is a thing that you need in your business. And there was none. So we kind of ended up back at zero, but it was never at zero. Um, And this was one of them, a friend of mine who I'd known from the online world. I reached out to him and I was like, oh man, like we need some help. (laughs) Uh, Can you just come in? And he just like was so great. And I'm so grateful because he came in and he was like, you know what you were doing before? That was all working. Like you don't need to fix something that's not broken. Um, And we just, he kind of, he just, and I think that was what we really needed. It was like, he was, most people come to me and their problem is their program doesn't work. Your program works. You have hundreds of testimonials. Like you do not have a problem. What you need to do, you actually kind of, it was more of a marketing and, you know, kind of a lack of like sales orientation that's kind of created where you are right now. And so once we kind of like clued in and actually had that someone from, like, you know, it's like almost an external voice being like, there's nothing wrong with your business. You have an amazing program. Look at all your results. Like, this is the best part. He's like, now you know that you can really get back to promoting how you did. So we went back and did that myself and Ken, one VA again. And um, we had a great successful launch. And that really was when we started to consciously build our team. Because I don't think we'd really consciously built our team before. We'd kind of just like brought in a group of people and we're like, here, you can do it all. Whereas now it's completely different. And um, it's 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 kind of evolved. And it's it's evolving again. Um, I know in, in July, we're Come start to start with the leadership um kind of development woman to help us just like see what spaces because there's a few spaces people have left and we just haven't really filled them yet. We're still kind of just in a flux place with that. But I'm like, I just really need to um see where the spaces are and let's um let's really conscientiously um bring the people in now um because we do have an amazing foundation um and our team that we have right now are really strong so we just want to bring in other really great players to support that absolutely when you started rebuilding again mm-hmm. and you said you did a launch that went really well what was that launch for was it a was it a course mm. Okay. Yes. So our core business is our signature program, which is called Powerhouse. And um, that actually went through a big rebrand kind of, you know, it all just kind of happened perfectly. It was like those people like that all, we ended up at scratch. We ended up kind of bringing on one person to help us and then another. And then um, that launch was for that pro for the program in its old name. Um, And once that started, we're like, okay, yes, we know, we know we can do, we, we're actually, you know, we're here to help, you know, that our program helps people change their lives and improve their lives for the better. Um, And when we just keep, you just, I think, especially as a business owner, you just have to keep reminding yourself of like why you're doing this and who you're helping. And that bigger picture is really important. Um, So yeah, it was for our, our core program. Okay. And how, what was the process like to um, actually creating a software to power your your own? Because there's so many tools out there, right? And I know entrepreneurs are always struggling between, do I use this membership plugin or that one? But you actually built something. So what was the thinking going into that? So our 
I had serious resistance to this. Like, uh, and actually, um, we had a friend in Bali who's a um, who was in who used to build software, and she had lots of different businesses. And she said, "You can automate this. You can systematize this. You can build software for that. You can build software for that. You can build software." And she was kind of fascinated with our business. And I was just like, no, 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 no. I was so resistant. No, we're just, we're doing it fine. Google Forms is fine. Um, no, it wasn't. <laughs> so what we have, um, yeah. And basically it kind of like, I'm literally on the scooter in Bali one day and go like, oh my God, we totally can. Um, so a lot of it is, one of the things that is really big for us is that obviously um, our client has to send us um, different pieces of information about their home. So photos, floor plans, um, where it's located, like actually the Google pin so that we can get an accurate, comp- do our accurate compass readings and analysis. Um, so there's a lot of pieces that need to come in in one place for our, myself, can our team, our, our feng shui consultants to actually create the personal report. So um, that's what we built. And literally within like me coming back and saying to Ken, yeah, we can do this. And I just wrote down all the notes. And um, we met a software development developer who was like a friend of a friend in Bali. And we're like, what, what do you think? He's like, oh yeah, easy. We're like, oh, great. Um, so it has evolved a lot over the years and um, it just went through a big upgrade in um, usability and improving that so that it's, because obviously it's, uh, when people join our program and um, they go through like several different videos for me, like getting started, but one of their big um, connection points, their first big connection point is send, sending us their information. So obviously that software has to be really good. Um, and also it's a process for us. Like we've built it now. So our um, consultants, because it originally was me just doing feng shui reports, then it was Ken. And then now we've got been certifying people this year. So they Amazing. help us with building um, people into the, to be able to do reports for our clients. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's great. And the other thing I wanted to ask you about is aside from the software and this now like virtual, completely virtual business that you've built, which is, you know, it's pretty mind boggling, right? Thinking of how you were working back in the days in the beginning to how you're working now and the fact that anybody in the world could be your client. But you also travel a lot. I mean, you really don't, you know, your home base. I mean, how much time do you actually spend in your home base per year? Um, so the last two years we've probably we've spent probably five, five months there, which is, you know, considering, yeah, five months each year, um, considering, um, there was like lockdowns everywhere. We did, we did very well <laughs> that, but that has probably been that that's been the most we'd spent, we've spent in, in five years. Um, and then, um, this year we'll spend five months in Greece. Last year we spent four months in Greece. Um, the previous year we were in, um, yeah, and that pre- last year we were in, or was the previous year we were in Greece and Bali and uh, Thailand and Ireland. So yeah, we are, we are kind of nomads, but actually we really want to be just like home mats. <laughs> so we really love, and I, actually I have um, a friend, I don't know if people know Denise Duffield Thomas, like she has an online business and I've known her since I was 19. Um, so when I saw her building her business, I was like, hmm. And one of the things is she's got like her dream home. And I was like, I really want to find that, like that place that we can have their dream home. And we couldn't, we didn't find a place that was like, this is where, like it, that it takes like, oh, near the sea or by the trees, or we love this or this culture. So especially when we went, because we traveled a lot, like we were in Slovenia, we were in Bali, we lived in New York for a bit. We lived in, we were in California, um, Greece. Yeah, lots of different places, Italy. Um, so now we're like, okay, well, 
we just love Greece for the summers. So let's just do that. <laughs> um, we like Ireland for a bit of the time. So let's do that. Um, and we're exploring Italy. And also I still love the idea of America if that happens. And I love Bali, but it was closed for two years. So we're we're just like playing with finding a place that'll be like our bases in different countries, which is, you know, I'm a big fan. And one of like my my original podcast was to live your dreams awake. And, you know, people are like, that sounds amazing. And I'm, and other people want to stay in their lovely house or have their dream house. And I'm like, whatever works for you. We found that we this feeds us like and it's it's interesting because after a few months, we're both ready to go. Like it's kind of part of our DNA. Like we know we're like, OK, it's time. Time for the next journey. It's time for the next one. And um, it, on so many levels, it's it's just a huge growth. Like it is a huge growth because you're like, oh, there's a lot of changing and chopping and changing. And I was like, oh, you know, if we wanted to ever try and challenge our relationship, our business, like keep your business going, travel the world and have your relationship. Oh, and we have a dog now as well. <laughs> so, and you're traveling with the so, doggy too. Yeah. He comes in the car with us. So we've been driving um, like Ireland to Greece through the cities and then ferries yeah. and stuff. So yeah, that's, um, that's been fun. <laughs> New <laughs> member of the family. Yes. That's awesome. When you, when you go to an Airbnb, do you feng shui it before, like as you're settling in, or do you usually find places that are already? So like in, in this Airbnb, I just done one thing, um, because I looked at the photos and I was like, okay, the bed is set up really nice. The decor looks really nice. Um, I, I don't know what the house type is. I've, you know, there's, I don't do like a full deep thing, like for where we're, we're from Greece for like a couple of months. Yeah. We would totally ever over maybe like two months. If we knew we're going to more than two months, I would totally do the whole thing. And it would probably take me like a day to organize and get everything done. So I don't mind that. I'm like, it's a bigger commitment to us. Like, and it's better when I'm on calls with my clients as well. I'm like, well, this is what I've done here, you know, and even, and then they're like, oh, it's taken me a while. Blah blah blah. I'm like, I'm staying here for two months and I functioned the place. It's taken me like a few hours on Amazon. Like, come on, get your act together. <laughs> you could do it. You could <laughs> so do I'm it. So I'm just like a little, you could do it. Um, but in this house, I just did one thing. Um, because when you open the front door, it looks at like the kitchen. Okay. Um, but there's a, they have a big mirror behind the stove and behind, like behind the backsplash. splash. Um, and that kind of typically isn't great feng shui of having a mirror yeah. because it reflects the energy back out. So I had brought blue tack with me and I was like, I'm going to find something to... To, to cover that mirror yeah so I've done that that's like the only thing I've done in Simple this place fix. yeah teeny that's tiny great. it's a black bag it's not the most glamorous <laughs> but we're here for a week I was like it'll be fine. oh gosh totally totally <laughs> that's great yeah for our listeners that don't know anything about feng shui what were where would you tell them to start um so what I would say to people who are starting is checking in about um the relationship with your home like you know feng shui and actually it's just like I was just the analogy that's coming for me is that like oftentimes like I, Ken and I were coming here to do the tennis camp in Cannes and it's a very, very, very advanced camp. Like Serena Williams trains here. All these really famous people train at this camp. And for like a whole week we spent, I didn't even realize that he was the same as me, but I was really nervous about coming and kind of afraid. I'm a bit like, oh, I don't know. Um, 
And then we got here, we're like, oh, that's it. And I honestly think that people have that kind of daunting kind of thing about feng shui, that it's like they're worried that there's something wrong or that there's, I'm going to tell them that they're doomed. And the first thing I would say to you is just like, be really accepting of your home. And um, so it may not have the perfect colors on the walls. It may not be the lovely tiles that you'd love to have. It may not be the perfect kitchen, but all of that stuff is not feng shui. Like that's not feng shui. That's just you having a kind of resistance to how it is. So I would say, first of all, be like, this is your house and start to love on it. Like be like, oh my God, I'm so grateful for this. And I'm so grateful for having this roof on my over my head for my family can all sleep. And we all get, you know, like just an extended amount of gratitude as opposed to resistance to things that you don't like or they've gone old or, or old. Um, and then the next thing I would say to you is just to kind of do a little review of your house. So just walk around your house with like fresh eyes. First of all, the fresh eyes of like gratitude of like, wow, isn't it amazing? Like I have a house. There's lots of people that would love to have a house in this area that are probably like trawling the streets trying to find a house in your neighborhood and you have one. So first of all, you're going around and you're looking at all of the different things. And the next thing I want you to look at it and just be like, okay, fresh eyes. How does this make me feel? You know, does it deplete me? Does it not? Can I upgrade it or not? Is it like, you know, and that this is where um, people think feng shui is like this whole redecorating of your whole house. No way. Like, as I said, it takes me a few hours to do mine when I'm doing somewhere new. And um, what it really I want you to do with this fresh eyes exercise is to be like, is there anything here that is like depleting your energy? So anything that's broken, anything that's not working, anything that feels like a friction point in your house, because that friction point is like, I'm bugging you. And that's creating like stress in your body, like completely a waste of um, that energy, you know, just a waste of like that, that excessive energy. So, you know, if there's somewhere in it, like if there's one of those scary cupboards that's kind of full of crap that you're like, oh, I don't want to go there. I invite you to just go there um, and be kind with yourself and be like, OK, I'm going to clear this out because Feng Shui is about flow. It's about the energy coming in. It's about making it flow. Um, and if there are cupboards or places that stuff hasn't been moved or hasn't been used in a while, that can create stagnancy. Um, so and just like think of like a little pool of water that gets all smelly and disgusting and gross. Like every part of your home reflects a different part of your life. And even without knowing anything, just having a little look around and being like things are broken, things that are not working, things that have that friction points. Um, and then just make a little note. OK, these are some little things that I could do around the house. And that would make me that that are easy. Like, don't be looking for big, huge things to do. Like, that's really hard. But say, for example, you do look at your kitchen and you're like, oh, like this kitchen, I've had it for 30 years and I hate it. Um, I'm sick of it. Then have some fun. Like, go to the kitchen shop, go look um, on magazines, find your favorite new kitchen, get a picture of it, put it on the inside of one of the kitchen cupboards. Every time you open, like, that's going to be my new kitchen. So you're like re- framing everything around your house and anything that's kind of like there you're like oh that couch is old oh but you know all the great memories we've had on that couch like think about like really just retrain yourself because one of the processes and one of the things that I see especially with my clients is that they start to fall in love with their home again like that new excitement of being in this space that we just take our space for granted nearly um so that would be like one of my first things to do um, and then when you start going around like the house with that sense of fresh eyes, it's like, does this like, is this like a shrine to my past or is it like a vision board for my future? 
So it could have loads of really old things that don't, that are not like, you know, not even futuristic or whatever, but say, for example, I'd like one client and she really wanted to live in LA. Now she's in the UK in a small house in Manchester. Like it, like the LA LA is a very far away from there, but she kind of decided like when she was doing her feng shui, we did some, we did her specific cures, but the artwork that she picked had like, you know, palm trees, like LA vibes, like these kind of like beautiful pictures that had LA in it. And lo and behold, like six months later, she gets this opportunity to go to L.A. and to be there and to live there. And she's like, only when she came back to England, she's like, oh, my God, like that totally happened. And it was because she kind of made her house more like a vision board. So I find that our houses can be like a reflection of our unconscious um, and we unconsciously decorate and, and bring things into our houses. So it's like a journey to to seeing with this new fresh eyes. That's a really fun thing. Um, and like easy to do and and something just around reconnecting with the energy of your space yeah no those are great tips uh so love on your house first be grateful for it look at it through fresh eyes right um identify anything that's depleting any energy move it get rid of it or you know clean it out and then be mindful of creating a shrine to your past or a vision board to your future that's Mm -hmm. such a great way to put it and um, obviously we want vision boards to our future, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> nice exactly. Like, and there is so nice to have some things that remind you of like positive things, but like even like, I, I don't know why someone obviously needs to do this, but like, um, I remember doing a lady's house and being like, oh, that's a beautiful family photo that you have up there. And it was like this beautiful pic- family portrait. And she's like, oh yeah, we had a huge fight before that picture was taken. And I was like, get rid of it I don't care how beautiful it looks but every time she sees it all she sees is a huge fight right you know so it's like there's so much hidden things with all different things around your house that can just be not supportive and just be like re-reminding that like imagine she used to and actually the way she'd come into her front door was in here and turn and that's like what she would see on the wall and it definitely reflected what was going on in the house like there was a lot of just tension and aggro in the house and that picture was just basically re Re- in, reinforcing you know, it reinforcing it yeah yeah huh that's so interesting yeah uh, Patricia what <clears throat> what is the best program for people to find you know to start working with you yeah, sure. So um, I have several different things going on um, and I do have a free feng shui mini course that basically is like feng shui 101. Um, it kind of walks you through um, what feng shui is, how it works and um Yes, some of the myths about feng shui, because um, a lot of people think this practice is very like woo woo. And like I sit in the room and go, I'm like, no, it's (laughs) 5000 years old. Businesses all around the world, like Disney, Nike and the Shangri-La hotels and every Whole Foods in America has been feng shui. Really? (laughs) Whole Foods? Yes. Yes. I had no idea. Yes. Well, they're not going to tell people, yeah. but we know how much money we spend in Whole Foods. Uh-huh. I do. I don't even live in America Same. and I'm like, oh my God, Whole Foods. <laughs> you know, so um, 
essentially, you know, these businesses are using it and I just want everyone to use it. So um, there's a lot of different sections or not sections, but just things that feng shui consultants are, don't really share with everybody. Um, and that's what that program is. So it's freefengshuicourse.com or you can come to patricialohan.com and you can get access to it. Um, it's five videos that basically walks through things that you'll never have known about your house. And that once you've listened to it, you're like never going to forget and be like, wow, the impact this house is having on me and my bank account and my business is pretty huge. Oh, that's amazing. And please uh, mention patricialohan.com. And also one last question, what is in your future in your business growth? What do you see on the horizon? Oh, so we, I feel like we're in a very exciting place right now. Um, so we, we have um, a new book and um, we've got several different books. So our old, the book I'd written originally is being rewritten and republished um, and updated. Um, I'm also working on a business book called Become a Business Powerhouse Using Feng Shui. Um, and um, our real um, world it, um, kind of in the business is around just enrolling people on more like all the time into our program. And the reason for that is that, you know, people need our help <laughs> and we really want to grow it. Um, and we've just been, because we have the certification program now, we have more team to be able to support us with that. Um, and we've got like an amazing, yeah, amazing program. So essentially it's just like growing it and, um, yeah, growing our team very mindfully and, um, yeah, consciously, which feels really Beautiful. good. Yeah. yeah, absolutely. It's so aligned with what you're doing anyway. So yeah. Yeah. For for um, people that might be interested in getting certified, would that information also be on your website? Um, it's not on my website because actually it's just at the moment only available to members of my powerhouse community. Ah, so okay. people who have completed my program mm -hmm. um, and there's a very like strategic like reasoning behind it because sure. um, you like they experience phenomenal results. And then once they decide, they're like, okay, I want to do this for other people. Um, it really is amazing because you, it's a, it's a change in your life, in your home yes. and in so many things that I really want people to have actually experienced it before they dive into the next level. Um, and this, it's a really good foundation. Also my program powerhouse for them to kind of understand so they're coming in with a good foundational understanding before going in deeper. Yeah, no, that makes total sense. Yeah. Brilliant. Well, thank you so much for sharing some of your day with us today. You're so welcome. It's been great. It's so nice to see you again. And um, yeah, thank you so much. Thank you. I hope you enjoyed this episode of The Business of You. If you found a little dose of inspiration or learned something new, please leave a review and share it with a friend or even two. Interested in building your brand and business? Tune in next time to the Business of You podcast. And remember, there's only one you. You're the biggest differentiator your business has. Until next time, friends. <laughs>